0: Please hold while the radio announcer you're looking for is located. Thank you for holding. This show is brought to you by Archivos. HTTPS colon slash www.archivos.digital. Helping organize and manage your original and fan fiction stories. And also by Audible. Get a free audiobook when you sign up today. Audibletrial.com slash sci-fi diner.
1: Fans, this is Luciana Caro from Battlestar Galactica, I play the role of Kat, cat, uh, and you're listening to Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. How
0: was
2: that? That was phenomenal, I liked it. <laughs> that, was, that, that was good. That was
3: good. Brought
2: a cheer to my eye. Yeah, it did, did, did. Yeah, Miles is like crying.
0: Oh boy, hey, t- get on with this show.
2: H- hand him a tissue. Ugh. Zip it! <laughs> Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog.
3: Good evening. I'm Miles P McLaughlin.
0: I'm M MC Sierra Garcia.
2: Hey, it's great to be back with each one of you here. Hello. I know. I know. Yes, and it's uh, it's great to be here. We have a lot we're talking about, and I'm excited about what we're talking about. Hey, before we go into the menu, though, I am I wanted you to be here for this. I wanted to tell you a story about Miles. Story time. Yeah, story time. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, no, you shouldn't be. I'm so I'm sitting here. <laughs> so, so, yeah, so you shouldn't be nervous. This is actually a good story. I'm not. I'm actually not making fun of Miles this time. Um, no. Yeah. So this is good. Uh, so, as you know, I run the anime and manga club at the school that I teach at, and one of the girls that is helping lead it. Uh, we have we have meetings on wednesday and then we have like the leadership meeting the day after and so she she walks into leadership meeting and she goes so do you podcast with a bald guy named miles
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: i'm like i'm like yes he goes what i know miles i'm like what i'm like how do you know miles well he comes over and hangs out at my house with uh, my stepdad. And w- when he goes to church in Lancaster, I'm like, really? So, and her, her name's Aud- Audrey Bobowitz. Do you know who I'm Hi, talking Audrey. about? Do you, know, do you know who I'm talking I about? I do. You do? I, I, I do, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I have her as a student. And so she walked in, totally floored me. Because we, she knew I, she knew I'd, I had her last year. She knew I was podcasting since then. I don't know why it just kind of dawned on her, or they just had the right conversation at home that the pieces just kind of fell together. Um, she said, "Yeah, my dad and him are good friends." So, <laughs> yeah, you've,
3: you've you've met my friend Carl, yeah, maybe once or twice.
2: Yeah, I have.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So Carl is her stepdad then. Yes. So, yeah, so that's funny. I thought that was kind of a small world, Miles. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Do
0: that's... you podcast with a bald guy named Miles? <laughs> that's <an> awesome. <laughs> Is that...
2: Well, you know, that's, that's the way teenagers kind of approach things, you know. Like, they're, they're pretty clear, so. But, yeah, uh, but know, I thought that was exactly. really cool. I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. So. Now, she's never. That's listen... awesome. Yeah, she's never listened to the podcast, but um her dad apparently her stepdad apparently has so
0: well hi andre's yeah. stepdad
2: yeah carl hi carl hi carl uh, do, do you see carl much anymore
0: miles
3: oh yeah no, I, I... i've
0: never met him
2: no i know that you don't know, <laughs> you aren't miles either so
3: <laughs> uh, yes i've I, I see carl sometimes almost once every two weeks
2: oh good good yes. well uh, so you can share you, you can tell him that we were talking about him on the podcast now
3: Yes, he. Uh, I, I got him into checking out uh, sci-fi conventions years oh, ago. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. Nice. Very nice, very cool. Well, Miles, what is on the menu tonight?
3: Well, we have a small menu this evening. Um, it, I don't want to sound like we're, we're trashy, but um, it'd be an interesting conversation why maybe the show Inhumans maybe doesn't resonate with fans and maybe why they, a, a, a very similar show, The Gifted does. And so we're going to have a conversation about Inhumans and The Gifted. Uh, what, we have an interview with uh, Luciana Caro. Uh, Bowser Galactica fans will know her from uh, playing Cat. Um, and uh, we've seen her in other shows such as uh, Falling Skies, Helix, and uh, Supernatural. And uh, M has our Sci-Fi 5 and 5.
2: Oh, yeah. It's, it's a doozy. So.
0: It kind of goes. I didn't know that the the theme was to discuss the Inhumans, but I had just caught up on it yesterday. Just yeah. kind of rewatched the last two episodes, and I, I my I'll, I'll I'll wait till the five and five. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, it might be better that way. Might be
1: better.
2: <laughs> so, well, um, why don't we start talking about before we get into that? What is in our sci-fi world? what What have we been doing in the science fiction world since we last met? Okay. Um, do you want to go?
3: Sure. Um, uh, I, I watched um, Star Trek Continues' latest episode. They just dropped uh, last right. weekend. I heard that. Yep, uh, To boldly to Go Part 1. They are wrapping up their series real yeah, soon. Yeah, their, their so. next
2: episode comes out in November, right? The last part of that?
3: I, I, I'm i not 100% sure, but I, but uh, we'll go with that. Well if, if, uh, Yeah, if we're
2: wrong, <laughs> Dave Sellers, you told me the wrong information. Just kidding. But. <laughs> He's so, the one that told me that that it's wrapping up and that they'll drop the final part of this two-part episode. So,
3: still enjoying The Orville, although I don't think they had an episode this last week. Uh, yeah. Still, still enjoying Discovery. Uh, really enjoying The Gifted. Uh, what, Legends of Tomorrow is leaving me a little um, not so sure. I'm still liking that show. Uh, I watched the first episode of Humans, which we'll talk about more in our conversation. Saw the movie Blade Runner 2049, and uh, I am reading the Star Trek D Space 9 novel, original soon by David R. George.
2: So I have a question for you, uh, and mm-hmm. I think, uh, M, I I think you're probably in this too. Uh, Blade Runner uh, 2049, uh, what did you guys think of it? I mean, it kind of tanked at the box office, at least with my understanding.
3: Well... I liked it, but I could see why this was not going to be a blockbuster movie. Okay. I just,
0: I... So uh, my buddy Andrew and I watched the original Blade Runner, the super double secret director's cut, Right. on a Wednesday. And then on a Friday went to see Blade Runner. I kept calling it Blade Runner 20 Gosling.
2: Now I see that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I typed it in our notes. Because yeah. I kept forgetting, was it 49, 39, 69? What's going on? Uh, I couldn't remember the year, so I just kept calling it Blade Runner 20 Gosling. Um, I don't remember why I liked Blade Runner, the original. <laughs> um, watching it 30 years later, I... It was good. Um, it was artistically like super unique, and it was very special for the time. And then um, I remembered it's a Philip K. Dick novel is that was made into a film, so... He always throws me off a little. Um, but Blade Runner 20 Gosling, I really enjoyed it. It was a little long. It was almost three hours.
3: Three hours. Hour okay. two, two hours, 45 minutes.
0: Oh wow. my God. I just I kept, and we were in the really nice chairs that are super comfy. Not after three hours. It was, <laughs> it was just like, would you just find the child? <laughs> I think the length, but it stayed very true to the style. It made perfect sense as a follow-up to um, Blade Runner. Um,
2: so you thought you did that part of it well, as far as the sequel goes. It made
0: I think so. I think so. I Harrison Ford was great. He was such an ordinary like <laughs> nut job. It was awesome, and Gosling did an amazing job. I forgot it was Gosling. Oh, good. He really did a. He's such. He's a really good actor. Um, And that's really understating it. Um, I enjoyed it. I liked Twenty Gosling better than original.
2: Oh, good. Miles. Jared
3: Leto creeps me out, though. (gasps) Yes, that guy's weird. (laughs) Yeah. Wow.
2: So, uh, but Miles.
0: Even weirder for me, and I always thought I could handle the Joker, but he took it to a level where, like, it made my skin crawl.
3: Mm. yeah i I would not want to be in the same room with him
0: (laughs) i mean it's clear it's clear he knows how to do his job he's really good he's really talented exceptionally talented but he does creepy a little too well
2: (laughs) you think it's a little bit too close to home
0: i don't know know. maybe he's just such a quiet mild-mannered dude this is his outlet or he's just that dialed in Right. I don't know. I have a lot of respect for him. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: But uh, Miles, for the when was the last time you saw original like Blade Runner Prime?
3: Uh, The last time we reviewed it on the show a few years back. So it's been maybe four years ago.
2: Yeah. It's it's been three, four years. Yeah. That would be the last time I saw it too. Were there any paper cranes in
3: it? Yes. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh. Um, a guest of the diner, Edward James Olmos, uh, had, had a. Um, I don't want to call it a. Me, I guess, it kind of was a cameo. He had a cameo. Yeah. yeah. Well, he.
2: He was in the. Uh, yeah. he, he was in the original, right?
3: Yeah, yep. He, so he was, and so he, they. They. Uh. Uh. Gosling's character was trying to get information from.
2: Him. Oh. Okay. Nice. Nice. Oh. Very cool. Why, Why are
0: you all of a sudden very smooth jazz? Ta- oh, nice, Miles. Good job, <laughs> M. That is sounds
2: it, great. Is, it, is this a critiquing, <laughs> critiquing Scott Knight? I don't know.
0: I don't know. You just you've gotten into this like all the. I don't know if it's because you're mellow or maybe you had a nice dinner and your tummy's all settled and you're I like kind of sleepy, but you're all. It's just kind of this. Hi, welcome to Mellow Sci-Fi. Good stuff. <laughs> How's it grooving, dudes and cats?
2: Hey yo! Hey
0: hey (laughs) yo,
2: daddy yo yo, daddy yo.
0: Let's listen to the smooth jazz of Star Wars. (laughs) I don't know. I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There's actually a great album you really need to check out called Star Wars Disco.
0: I have it. Do
2: you? Isn't it phenomenal? On vinyl,
0: vinyl, yeah. (laughs) My parents bought it for me and my brother from Memco
2: Memco back in 1978.
0: For those of you from the Northern Virginia area yeah. who remember Memco, it was yeah. like the precursor to Walmart. Yeah.
2: Well, anyways, we'll have to throw one of the songs here at the end of the diner tonight. But uh Star Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: It's awesome. Well, talking about a disco, you have that on your God, show notes that. again. You you, you you have that. <laughs> you should learn it.
0: I'm a little stuffed up. The weeds are, are high in this area right uh-huh. now. And my allergies are a mess.
2: Yeah, maybe that's why I'm See, so the smooth. pollen
3: is rather obnoxious it this is. time of year.
0: It is. I know, right? It's crazy. Yeah.
2: Well, Miles, Welcome anything to else?
0: Pollen talk. Yeah, brought to you by the Sci-Fi Diner.
2: Yeah, <laughs> this is
0: anyway um
2: miles did you have anything else to say add to your we hijacked your (laughs) conversation here about what's going on in your world by talking about blade runner but anything else to add to what you were kind of sharing before we hijacked it
3: (laughs) well well both you know both them and i were both both had seen it um i liked it but i i i I, I, after after watching i could see why i don't i don't know why it didn't bring fans but i just felt like yeah, this doesn't have Blockbuster written on it and probably doesn't have sequel written on it either. But mm. I think the movie is still interest interesting piece. Like if you want to look at um the social commentary it had as far as cloning, slavery, that kind of thing, I thought it had, had some interesting things to say in that regard.
2: Oh, good. Well, my may I may have to check it out. I haven't checked it out yet, but mm-hmm. but that's okay. It was it was unseated from its spot by Lego Ninjago, so Way to go Lego and Jago. But. All right. Um, anything else, Miles? No, nope, I'm good. All right. Um, how about you? What's going on in your world?
0: Um uh Discovery, which I'm so in love with.
3: Mm. Oh good.
0: I love it. It's I feel it feels so different than than all the other it's not saccharine. and you know, we've solved another case in space. It's very honest and 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 visceral and I I love it. I love it. I'm really happy. It's, dear CBS, comma, new paragraph. Totally worth the money, period. New paragraph sincerely, comma, new paragraph M. Very happy. <laughs> totally worth the money. All right. I am not paying for the I'm paying for the commercials, but because I won't go that far. Um, but it's awesome. Uh, The Inhumans, (laughs) I'll wait for a conversation Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Um, This past Thursday, I had a little science happen in my eyeballs. Um, I had the ICL procedure, which is called, the professional name is Visian. But it's basically a contact lens implanted in my eye between my um, iris and my natural lens Ooh. and it basically means i've gone from 20 slash 800 plus vision to 2015 which is awesome. in a matter of minutes and it's the most amazing thing in the world but um my eyeballs were really achy because they have to open up your iris all the way Ugh. yeah that's wild i got to see pictures and that is amazing uh. so I, spent, <laughs> <laughs> I spent thursday friday and saturday um, Saturday I got out, but I spent Thursday and Friday. I listened to all seven Harry Potter books. Whoa! I couldn't like I couldn't open my eyes because it, it hurt, right? And I just was so tired. It was a little rough on the system because um, they have to dope you up a bit. And so I listened to all seven Harry Potter books in two days.
2: Gosh, I love the reader, the guy that reads for Harry Potter, phenomenal. Jim Dale. Oh, absolutely amazing.
0: I need to get my hands on the copy of Stephen Fry, the British copy.
2: Yeah, and I've heard that too. But Jim Dale does oh, a great job.
1: So good.
0: I know. Um, I saw Blade Runner twenty Gosling. Um, I have tickets for Thor next week. Thor. Yay! Um, totally. I'm really digging Gifted. It's dragging a little because I'm. I don't like a lot of romance in my sci-fi. Um, and then uh, what was it? Oh yeah, I bought. <laughs> I bought tickets for a double feature on the 14th of December to go see star Wars and IMAX. And I will be leaving the office at two 30. Oh, good to go see episodes um, seven and then followed by episode eight.
2: That's awesome.
0: Um, And I'm so excited, especially now with the new eyeballs, because I will actually be able to see things and well, I mentioned this to you guys before the show, but so it's if you guys remember what standard definition on television looks like um, do. and then imagine what f- watching TV on 1080p or 4K is like, that is what my vision went from to. So I'm really excited to go see movies now. Um, I might even be able to see 3D movies without getting sick, but who knows? That would. Be um. Awesome. What was the other thing that popped into my head? Oh, all the CW shows. Oh, They're yeah. just as goofy as always. And um, Miles, I i, I want to talk to you about Legends of the Fall. No, Justice of the Tomorrows. <laughs> no. Like, they just. I, I don't know. i i uh,
3: uh, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about Legends right now. Yeah.
0: But the rest of them, Flash, is great. Flash is so good and supergirl was really cute i just watched the episode from last night today and she's she's such a gifted actress and i was really excited to find out she helps support this charity um this mental health charity about um she has a, a history of dealing with um anxiety problems and depression and she very openly talks about it and i'm It's it's escaping me. The name of the girl who plays her, Melissa Benoit. Um, So like my love of her is even deeper now that she, she will openly discuss, you know, what it's like, what it's been like for her dealing with depression and anxiety. And as someone who also does deal with it, um, it's just really neat to have that moment of, Oh my God, they're just like me. That is so I'm a little obsessed with Supergirl. And non sci fi related, I'm super obsessed with Lady Gaga all week. I don't know why. Like, I want to hear all her music. I just watched uh, uh, the Netflix special on her. No, no. Take with that what you want. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, Scott, what's up in your sci fi world?
2: So, what's up? Oh, wait, in... let me do
0: this better. Hey, Scott, what's going <laughs> on in your sci fi world?
2: Well, in my sci fi world, Em. <laughs> I am rereading "Inheritance" by Christopher Paolini. It's part of the Ooh. Aragon, part of the Aragon series, the, the fourth book. He's actually currently working on a science fiction book that is set to come out probably next year or so, and I'm suspecting it's been a while since he last published that he's actually working on this to be a series. So I think that that's kind of cool. If you ever read Aragon, nice. the books, the, the movies, the movies, though, are you can skip the movie. So, I mean, Jeremy Irons is probably the best thing about that movie. But um, anyways, uh, <clears throat> I can't talk like that all the time. So uh, I'm still watching Discovery, Orville, although I'm behind on at least Discovery. You said there was no new episode for Orville this week, Miles?
0: I didn't see one pop up on Hulu.
2: Yeah, so maybe yeah, I didn't either. Maybe the World Series. Did, did World Series trump that maybe? I don't know.
3: That It could have. Uh, last one I remember is The Krill. Yeah, ditto.
2: Yeah, that was the uh, last one that I saw. So I'm not behind that. I'm behind in Discovery 1 episode, but that's it. I've been watching uh, some Pokemon movies with my son on YouTube, and we are stoked to see Pokemon I Choose You coming out in theaters November 5th. So, that's exciting. Uh, yeah. You know,
0: Series 3 of the Pokemon are out now. Oh, yeah, in- I know. Pokemon for- Go.
2: I know. Come on. And so I gotta start picking up some of them. I actually haven't logged in since they've been out, just haven't had time, but I've been playing a game called King's Raid instead. But
0: I'm playing uh, it right now.
2: Are you yeah? So I am. M, I M, always
0: have it open. I am
2: supposed to be doing a show, but
0: I'm doing, this is part of our world
2: Right, exactly
0: Part of our world
2: Right, right, thanks Em Um, Oh, a
0: new one, hold on, I'm busy
2: Yeah, that's right (laughs) Uh, But anyways, so just really excited about um, all that stuff and uh, just really enjoying and obviously I watched, uh, gifted for the show and I watched the first 10 minutes of Inhumans so I will have less to say about it than Emma Miles will, but I will. I do have some thoughts just based on the first ten to fifteen minutes of it. So, and that's my sci-fi world. Back to you, Em. No, I'm just kidding.
0: Thanks. Uh, hello, everybody, and thanks for coming to Supermellow Sci-Fi.
2: <laughs> so, uh, before we move on into the main show, which is talking about Inhumans versus Gifted, we do want to thank our Patreon supporters, and James Husband, who is one of the predominant supporters, uh, Remy LeBeauois, and um, there's another person I can't remember the name. Uh, but anyways, uh, we'll put in the show notes. But we want to thank all of you for supporting the diner. And you. Uh, if you want to support the diner, it's pretty easy. It's patreon.com backslash sci-fi. And that'll get you there. And there's many levels you can support us. And um, and uh, some of them involve gifts that we bestow upon you and uh, possibilities to even either get on a show or say, hey, we want you to talk about X X and X, or whatever you want us to talk about. So, yeah. So we want to thank our Patreon supporters for making helping make this show possible. I think that's it. Thank you. Any yeah, anything else to say about that, Miles or M?
0: No, I just love that people Mm. like people dig us. They like us. Yay!
2: And we have lots of audience. Yeah, go ahead, M. A Miles.
3: I I I just say I think it's fantastic that our that listeners are. Helping us out financially with the show.
2: Yeah, it's it's really incredible. And we have a lot of great autograph photos to give away. Um, and uh, I think all of them, still, we, we have multiple copies, so all of them are uh, still, there's a lot of them that are still up for grabs. So I'm actually just logging to Patreon to make sure that I can just list a few of them um, that are really cool here. Yeah, we got a
3: lot of good loot to give away.
2: Oh, yeah. So it's one of the ways just to kind of give you an incentive, I guess. Um, so here are the ones we have, Richard Dean Anderson, the guy for himself, Michael Hogan. We're going to be sharing an interview with him. Felicia day. Judel Furland, Craig Ferguson, M. your are Maytag, man. Um, Marina. He is. Yeah, we have <laughs> Michael Dorn. Uh, we have a, <laughs> yeah, we have a, We have a Marina Cerritos and Michael Dorn uh, together sign Kevin Sussman. And, oh, the list goes on. Um, Silas Weir from um, uh, the werewolf. uh, What was that called? Grim from Grim. And uh, even Melissa McBride in a whole cast photo of Walking Dead. So there's a ton of good loot there. Walking Dead season eight comes out in a week or a week, right? It's not out yet, right? It typically drops around Halloween, but.
0: No, i thought i saw um chris hardwick already talking about it oh, oh no it was the premiere never mind sorry right. no nope. going all
2: right. all right but anyway so you can you can get some of this loot by uh just uh helping out out a little bit uh you know for the cost of a cup of coffee coffee you can help support the diner so yeah
0: hey skip a latte have some sci- sci-fi
2: yeah i know you get to hear uh get to hear us jabber about side by eye. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. No apologies. Why do you I mean, not
0: sorry for me and Miles because we're delightful.
2: Oh, oh, oh. I see where this is going. Uh, well, let's move into Inhumans and Gifted. Uh, where do you want to start with this here? Oh, boy. Uh, well, just...
3: I, I looked what... Um what other people are saying. And I just pulled a few statements off of uh, Rotten Tomatoes and an article from uh, The Nerdist. Um, So just a couple brief statements. Uh, This is what Rotten Tomatoes, their critics said about uh, Marvels and humans. Uh, It it sets a new low standard for the uh, uh, MCU with an unimaginative narrative, dull design work, weak characters and disengaging soapy melodrama, 8%. (laughs) Um, So, uh, don't hold back Rotten Tomatoes, tell us how you really feel.
2: How do you really feel?
3: But The Gifted, they say the first season lays a solid foundation for an involving superhero drama that powers past the origin story, Doldrums, by focusing on grounded topical stories over mindless action and special effects. 73%. So, um, other people are liking the gifted uh, just just a few statements from an article I found uh how the gifted succeeds where in humans f- fumbles yeah that, uh, by keeping the focus on character smarter we... use of go oh, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead uh, s- smarter use of a limited budget connecting to its parent cinematic universe and listening to the fans
2: so why don't we we can use these as kind of a jumping off point to kind of take this wherever uh just to clarify, M, you have watched all the episodes of Inhumans, oh. correct? Mm-hmm. All right. And uh and uh, Miles, you've only watched the first episode, is that correct?
3: Y- yes, after watching the first episode, <laughs> I I I didn't have a desire to watch the second.
2: Okay, and I watched the first 15 minutes of Inhumans, so there we just go downhill from uh, M M you took one for the team. Um really
0: I'm taking yeah. one for I'm watching the whole and <laughs> I have one word to explain why I'm watching the whole thing. Firefly.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: People were giving up on it or like the people weren't really getting into it. It wasn't there was just there was something wrong and it never got what it needed and it didn't get its full series due. And I feel like it got shortchanged and it's painful as it is to watch, I want to give it its o- an opportunity.
2: Mm. So, are you are you so saying you are you saying that this is equal to Firefly?
0: No. Oh dear God, no. <laughs>
2: just, no. Just, ch- That's just like checking. seeing
0: a colonoscopy is equal to Santa um, Claus.
2: Oh, oh man. Um, what it's.
0: Terrible. <laughs> but but um,
3: do you, do, but at the same time, do you see? Do you see some potential with the show? Is that why you're, you're yeah? So you're
2: I, I really, I really want to. Am I think that if if there's something that you could say is redemptive, uh, I mean, obviously the reviews are not being kind, and and we've talked off air about your feelings about it. Is there anything that you're seeing as potentially redemptive in this show for you? I have one thing personally, and that's based on ten minutes of the show. So I'm just saying.
0: I No, I really don't. What about what about what about watching it out of punishment for something? Like maybe it's penance I think I should do or something.
2: It's penance for harassing me in the show. I'm just saying. Never. (laughs) Um, you know, if there's one thing that I would say that I enjoyed out of the first fifteen minutes, it was the music and maybe it was just the opening scene music maybe the music's actually crappy later on in the series but oh, yeah, but the but, the but but the opening the opening song was beautiful as they're kind of panning out in the moon and you're getting the shots there and am i wrong
0: N- no you're not wrong yeah
2: so there's something i guess
0: yeah it's
2: <laughs> something
0: <laughs> so so uh...
2: <laughs> Miles, I thought you asked the question well, uh, at least at the beginning of the show. What does Gifted have that Inhuman doesn't, besides Archivos? Go ahead.
3: Well, well what I like... I, um, I I think the characters are, are just better um, written. I mean... um. And maybe may because there aren't so many. Um, we have the family, what they're going through. And then we have what the mutants and what they're going through. After the first episode, I already know a lot about them and care about them already.
0: That's a, that's a very fair. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. This last episode of, of the of of inhumans, like the king and the queen, Black Bolt and Medusa, they're a holes. Yeah, they are absolute a holes. Like I just get over yourselves. I mean, I'll rant about it at the five and five, or I don't like. Yeah, like they're just they're horrible caricatures of of what what's in the comic book, and. I mean, you've got Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you've got the whole Netflix Marvel world. You've got Gifted, you've got Legion. For the love of God, that show is sexy and delicious. I mean, it's so well told and freaky. It's amazing. I. It's, it's like, this is the bottom, like everyone who didn't, it must be like a bunch of their nieces and nephews who tried real hard and well, let's just give them this project and keep them busy and we'll keep them away from like the good Marvel universe. They're just, there's, I, I don't understand the melodrama. I don't understand the soap opera quality. And it's, it's a very, it's a very seventies, eighties vibe of a, of soap opera quality. The characters are just, I don't care about them. Like what, mm. what Miles said in in gifted, you you see the struggle, and you see a, the dad fighting for his family, and the mom, and and the two kids, one protecting the other, and then the group of 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 um of inhumans that are there, trying to figure themselves out, and they drop a line here about X Men and Xavier, and here and there, and you're kind of like, oh, that's so fun, but there's just nothing. There's nothing calling out that makes inhumans special and i i i, I want to give up on them but i don't want to give up on them
1: right
3: what i think humans could have did was connect itself to maybe agents of shield i mean the thing they both have in common is this this Terrigen, uh this, this substance that able to turn people who some people are genetically right to, to have abilities, but when they get, and when they exposed to this stuff, it, 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 brings it out or whatever. But I thought maybe there should have been some interaction with, uh, maybe agent Colson or somebody from the agents of shield just to help kind of ground the show mm. and,
0: uh, and the fact they're, that they're mining terrigen from the moon. All right. Well, all right. Hmm. I did you're right it does make it would make sense to tie it with but they're not making sense it just doesn't make sense
2: yeah well, I hate it yeah, let me just say this about gifted because um I did watch the first episode i did not I'm not caught up on it by any means, but after watching the first episode, the thing that really appealed to me is number one is it's grounded very much in reality. I mean, as much as a sci-fi show can be like this could the types of the types of situations they find them in that the the way you imagine the government being, you know, uber tracker friendly um, and them running from the government like that stuff. Uh, we all have these conspiracy theories that stuff like this could actually happen. So, I mean, there's 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 that sense of it um, the tie into parents who discover their children uh, are mutants, even even though he's been working for kind of this mutant task force, he, mm-hmm. he, uh, he drops it. you you know, family first and, and what that means. Um, and, uh, and so that I thought was pretty incredible. I think that the, the different, the powers of the mutants seem uh, very cool. It was cool to see Stan Lee in the first episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just stuff like that that kind of ties it for me uh, in and the whole running from the bad guys in the first episode is, you know, you're kind of there. You want the family to get away. You, you see them trapped and you see them kind of in a quandary in the end with a cliffhanger. And, and and it was a, it was a well put together episode for me. And I just really I really enjoyed it. You, know, you have the dork- same here. Yeah, you have the dorky kid getting picked on by bullies, and that kind of triggers the uh, the the mutant gene in him. And then you have the uh, the older sister that is, uh, you know, is, isn't a total jerk to her brother. So,
0: so, and I liked, I liked that 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 his. So, I'm trying to gather my thoughts properly. So, like in the X Men series, usually the gene or the mutation will make itself known during puberty. So when your body's going through all those changes already, that's what triggers the gene to start going. And it's usually some form of shock or fright, um, some sort of defense mechanism that, or puts someone in a situation where they need their natural defense mechanism. And the way they showed his power was the way his power pronounced itself. And it's like his sister kind of knew, like she had a feeling that something was going on with him. She had a feeling he would have, um, he would have powers as well. And that even though, you know, that's my dorky little brother, the minute she was like, yep, he's got powers. It was no longer. He's my dorky brother. It's we have to protect ourselves because no one else will. Right. Right. That fan, that sense of family loyalty. Phenom, just I loved it.
3: Hmm. And 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 the dad is, I mean, yeah, he's he's gonna protect his family, but he he's now in this. He has to give up everything. I mean, he was fighting for the the other, you know, I don't want to say the wrong side, but he was basically standing against the mutants, and now he has to, out of necessity, because his children are mutants, he has to abandon what he did, maybe what he believed in, to. To, to accomplish that yeah. um, so I, I, I've, I've watched the show consistently and I mean the mutants are interesting enough but he, he I like watching him and what he you know what he has to do to uh, just 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 survive all this and uh, um, so the, the, the third I, I, I like to after you two, to watch the third episode I like to see what you two think
2: So that is that that's Reed you're talking about.
3: Is that that the the, the dad's name? Yeah, I think it's Reed.
0: I think so, yeah. Yeah,
2: by the way, the actor that plays him, uh, Stephen Moyer, is married Mm -hmm. to Anna Paquin, who played Rogue in the four X-Men movies.
3: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah, so just a little trivia there.
3: Nice X-Men connection there. Yeah. Another
2: another one, by the way, in the first episode, one of the mutants' ringtones on his phones is the 90s X-Men animated series theme song.
0: So, oh, nice! So, I like it.
2: Yeah. So the throwing. Someone mentioned like they're throwing nods to the X Men all over the place, and it's
0: yeah. Throwing. That I. That's that's also good too. The fact that they acknowledge that it's not just new viewers. They put little presents in there for those of us who have piles of books on our floor, right? Organized by year and you know age. Yeah. That they they give us that little, that little nod, like, Hey, you, we respect you. We got you. Instead of, Hey, we've made super friends, but it's the inhumans and we're still, we'd still like as cheesy and we're not gonna, there's the only, I think the only thing I've heard that that brings it really to the, they haven't mentioned Avengers. They haven't mentioned agents, the Agents of Shield. They have not. No. They've only mentioned Terrigen. That's the only like link. Yep.
2: Are, you, are you talking about Inhumans or Gifted?
0: Inhumans. Oh, Inhumans.
2: Yeah. But...
0: Gifted's dropped X Men a couple times. Oh, all over they've the place. really, they've gone deep.
2: What do you think of Amy Acker's performance?
0: I like Amy Acker, but she was all like fritzy and fussy and. I co- I'm hoping she's gonna just mellow out, but maybe that's what she wants the character to be.
2: Man, you know my first, my first uh, Dollhouse, right? She's from Dollhouse. Yeah. That was my first encounter with her, and I knew that she. I mean, she was on Angel and Alias and other stuff before that, but that was the first time I'd really had seen her in in that role, and it's definitely a different role than Dollhouse was. So.
0: Oh yeah, she was in um she was in Much Ado About Nothing when oh, yes. just. Josh- Redid it with pretty much the cast of all those shows you mentioned. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Um, she was Beatrice; she was amazing.
2: Yeah, so very cool, very cool. Um, You know, and I think the 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 act the acting job of the the cast seems pretty solid. Is there anyone that you would say is really a weak link in Gifted, or someone that doesn't really hit you?
3: Hmm, that's a good question.
0: I don't know. I've enjoyed the story so much. I kind of haven't really dug deep. Yeah. Like when the story is good, I don't pay attention to everything else. I just live in the moment of the story.
2: I think the, but... uh, I think for me, the only one that might be in, in, they're just more stock is what do they call? They call them the Sentinels. What do they call the police force? Sentinel force.
0: Oh Yeah
2: the like, like the main the main baddies on that are like kind of stock for me like I don't really there's no depth to them but and well, I'm, I'm not sure they're supposed to be
3: but I think in the when well, the first episode he he, he said uh he, he his daughter died in some kind of mutant um oh the abroad.
0: July 14th incident
3: yeah what 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 is the July 14th incident
0: I don't know it's not anywhere so somebody please tell us.
3: Okay, right. so he, so I mean, I, so there, there's, there's, he, the, he has his own motivations for wanting to um, stop and put down the mutants because uh, he had a loss because of it.
2: Right. So uh, here's what they're saying off of, oh, that was blocked. Um, I lost my daughter on the July 15th. Um, mm-hmm incident and so here's what they're saying about that um, it's um, it's, va- it's vaguely referenced in the series premiere it is a cataclysmic event tied to the disappearance of the X-Men and Magneto's Brotherhood and to the restrictions on mutant activities given the name in RX the July 15th incident so it's yeah. like the Gifted's version of 9-11 or 7-7 um, something like that
3: So you probably have to have some knowledge of the comic books to get, get that reference. Yeah. It's not, it's not something the movies, I was wondering if the show is contemporary with the movies. I don't think it is though, because some of the characters already that were in um, days of future past, that the characters are on this show. And so it just wouldn't work uh, time-wise. So this, uh, I So this, this this is a different timeline than the movies. Hmm.
0: They did mention the X-Men disappearing. Yeah.
2: So maybe that's a reference to, like, you know, Logan and everything else that's come before, that this is kind of a new a new X-Men, the next generation, or whatever they're, you know. It's gifted. a next
0: men. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, see what I did there?
2: Oh, man. We can wrap up the show now. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, yeah. Don't end on that. That's really <laughs> yeah. terrible. Oh, the next man. All right. Well, uh what else? so we are giving gifted a, a a a big big thumbs up at inhuman um only if you're getting a colonoscopy to actually
3: uh, watch it. Yeah, it's too what, bad. I mean, what's I would like to me.
2: I don't know. <laughs> that was for <laughs> I'm not suggesting yep. anything, Emma. So. Okay, I don't.
3: All right, sorry, Miles. Got. <laughs> well, I was going to say it's 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 too bad. It's, you know, we're not we're not very sanguine about in, in humans. I mean that it, it it's done by the folks of Marvel. Marvel does very little wrong. Right. Um, yes. And so I'm just surprised that this show is not as as good it, it, as I, I had hoped it would be. And
2: maybe that's part of the disappointment. And, and I think maybe that you're feeling is that this is Marvel that we're talking about. I and, know. and when I watch it, I'm like, here we have like the gods quote unquote that have been hiding up on the moon for all these years, you know? And we're like, well, this is kind of cool, you know? And, and the potential, the potential is there for it to deliver. And, uh, and and the premise is therefore a good story. It's just Yes. Not, it's just not it should work. It should work, yeah. Should work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know.
0: <laughs> should. Should Big and yet thing.
2: it doesn't. No. <laughs> yeah. So uh any final thoughts on gifted and humans?
3: Well, I'd be interested. uh, M. After you know, shows can get better in time. That's true. If 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 your opinion will change if you think the show, you know, can will improve.
0: I'm, I kind of want it to. Yeah. I'm kind of. I'm like. I'm feeling very like. Come on, little dude. You can do it. Yeah. But (laughs) my heart is just. It breaks every time. Every
2: how many? Time. How many episodes are out Emma, of Inhumans? Five. was five episodes.
0: Five or six. Okay. I don't know. It's so yeah. painful. I can't tell. Do you know what would? <laughs> do you know
2: what would help Inhumans?
0: Hmm. Canceling it.
2: Well, besides canceling it, what what might make it better? Canceling it. No, no, no. It needs to connect. There, there is there is a program out there, an online program that i know would help it
0: oh you mean to keep their story straight and be able to write it better
2: yeah absolutely you guys know what i'm talking about
0: god what program (laughs) could that be
2: archivos archivos would help
0: no yeah tell me more
2: no no because it's story mapping software they'd be able to visualize it they'd be able to figure out the connections between characters and and tell what's, you know, maybe working or not working in it, I think it would be great for the show.
0: That sounds amazing. I <laughs> know.
2: But seriously, because it sounds like one of the things is just, there seems to be a lack of engagement. Um, yeah. When we talk about in humans, and uh, some of it is storytelling and uh, and static storytelling, and uh, this would be, uh, this. I think if they used Archivos, it might help them actually identify some of those Weak and some of the problems that's been having.
3: They would have benefited for using Archivos. Yeah, they definitely
2: would. And Archivos, we are happy to say, is a sponsor of our podcast. Don't judge it by the way we're writing or talking on this podcast. But, um, you know, uh, if you you are a story writer, um, uh, if you kind of plot out videos ahead of time or you sketch out uh, video games or whatever you do in the writing world Archivos is a great story ma- mapping tool that kind of helps you keep track of everything and make sure things link up correctly. And, uh, and just is an all around good storytelling software, and it's not that bad. I mean, again, we, we said that, you know, supporting us for the cup of cup of coffee a month, uh, you can do the same with Archivos. it's like literally $5 a month. Um, you know, and uh, and it's well worth the investment, especially for writing stories to help keep track of everything. So I think it's a well worth it's a, it's, a, it's a worthwhile investment. But,
0: dear Marvel, comma new paragraph, get archivos now, period. New paragraph, cordially, new, comma new paragraph. M. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah.
2: Contact Dave at archivos. Well, we're gonna hear from Dave here. He's gonna talk a little bit about Archivos, and then, um, after that, we're gonna be talking about our interview.
3: Yay!
4: Introducing Archivos, a new story development tool that allows writers and gamers to document the story elements of their settings, map the relationships between those elements, and then display those connections through three unique interfaces. One of those interfaces is the Timeline, Every event documented by the storyteller is displayed in chronological order on a scrollable timeline. Details for each event are available with the click of a mouse, including a summary of the event, the location, and the characters who were involved. Plus, like all of Archivos' display modes, the timeline is searchable and filterable, so you can explore the aspects of your story world that captures your imagination. Learn more about Archivos at www.archivos.digital. That's A-R-C-H-I-V-O-S dot digital. Archivos, your stories illuminated.
2: and we are back it is interview time <laughs> yeah, a, there was a there was a, what was that snort for <laughs> it's just interview time. it's interview time so time
0: um, it's interview time time for the interview
2: oh yeah see now we got to break out the ukulele are we good to go here so you just need to start playing the bsg theme behind it and i would be stoked
0: well, than awesome. on the ukulele.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Miles, tell us a little bit about this interview. You were the one that, were repre- that was representing the Diner Sunday at Shore Leave this past year, and we had a chance to interview this gal. Tell us who we're interviewing, how this came about.
3: So, th- we had a chance to talk to uh, uh, Luciano Caro, and I asked her, pronounced her name, if I had pronounce her pronounced name correct, is uh, uh, gracious enough to. Um, tell me and not, not be too upset by me not knowing the right way to say her name um, but uh, we, we had a nice little uh, conversation with her fans know her from Battlestar Galactica and um, Falling Skies but uh, she's also done a few movies uh, she's had parts in Blades of Glory uh, White Chicks and uh, Two for the Money hmm.
2: so that's like her non sci-fi stuff yes she was also I want to say she was a machete Machete. Was that like, was a good movie. That was fun, but I think I'm, she was uh, in. I
0: am
3: looking. I
2: am. I wrong about that?
3: It's here. Um.
2: It was the gal I'm thinking of. Yeah, I don't. Maybe I'm, I, I. 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 I obviously
3: am wrong with Miles as So. Yeah, I don't. I don't see was Machete in... as one of her credits. Okay.
2: All right. Was she in the Fast and the Furious? Nope.
4: nope. Different Latin chick.
2: No different. All right. Well, freaking scratch at, I obviously have the uh, wrong chick there, but that's all right. Um, so the interview you sat down, you did it Sunday and you had a nice chat with her and, and, uh, and I'm excited because we've interviewed a bunch of Battlestar, uh, alumni over the year, including, like you said, Edward James, almost earlier on the show, Michael Hogan, which we have an interview we're going to share with you in the future. Another one that we have with him, Starbuck, um, Tom O'Pennicott, uh, there's just uh, Kate Hudson yummity, yummity yeah, <laughs> Sorry <laughs> Crashdown, I mean, and there's just a bunch that we have kind of interviewed on right here Oh, um, the blonde Sam
3: Anders uh, last year
2: Yeah, the blonde, well, I can't think of her, Six. Uh, well, oh, we'll, oh Trisha Helfer Yeah, Trisha Helfer I mean, there's, so, I mean, there's been a lot of bowstar alumni that we've uh, managed to talk to over the years, it's been very cool mm-hmm.
3: And, uh I, I, she she played a viper pilot and I think at times was kind of uh, I don't know sort of a little foil for Starbuck I thought at times.
2: Oh absolutely, yeah she had a she had Some a two-ed. competition. She had a tude
3: in uh, Battlestar Galactic. <laughs> she did. So. Oh my, oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, so we're gonna hear, share this interview with you and uh, and uh, then we'll be back to kind of wrap up the show by with a little bit of dessert. Uh, M's giving us a sci fi five, five.
0: I'm gonna serve up a. Server, really sour dessert
2: (laughs) (laughs) it'll be sour here's our interview
3: Ladies and gentlemen, we're at 2017 and we're hanging out with the lovely Luciana Caro, who sci-fi fans will know and love her from roles like Battlestar Galactica, Falling Skies, Helix, just to name a few. And she's also been in movies with such the likes of Will Ferrell, Al Pacino, and Matthew McConaughey. Ms. Carroll, welcome and thank you for taking time to talk with us on the Sci-Fi well, Dinner podcast. Thank you so much. It,
1: happy to be
3: here. Delighted to meet you. You joined Battlestar Galactica right near the beginning, can you tell us how you got the role of Cat?
1: I auditioned for the role, and I think that maybe the reason why I got the the role was my audition was quite unique in the fact that I brought um, um, the, the scene was me in 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 like in my flight suit, flying my viper, flying a viper. So I brought my neighbor's like Nintendo joystick to the audition, and I just. In my mind, imagined the way little kids play video games and how they get really into it and they start moving their bodies. And so I brought the joystick in and I pretended that that was um, part of the ship, and I used that to, you know, I wish. I know this is a podcast, so you can't see what I'm doing, but it was kind of like I was just like moving my head around and like, you know, dodging things. And you know, that's very they, creative. <laughs> they thought it was it. They that, got a kick out of it, and I got really of, yeah. into the role that way. So. Um, into the audition that way, so, yeah, I think they got a kick out of that, and they gave me the part.
3: Was it intended for your character to give Starbucks some competition, maybe?
1: I don't think uh, in the beginning it was. I don't know what they, I don't think they knew what I was doing, Mm. what they were going to do with Cat. Uh, it was really supposed to be one episode, and Mm -hmm. I was fortunate enough to come back, you know, 18 times after that, so.
3: Yeah. Uh, we, we, um... So it's not a question of if Ron D Moore is going to kill off Maine and supporting characters. It's just a question of when. Your last episode, the passage, was a cat-centric episode. We got to learn more about Cat and who she was before the war. Uh, was the writers who wanted to give a good hero's death to one of the characters, or were you moving on at that point?
1: No, I think it was. It's a war story. I didn't. I definitely did not want to move on from Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. I could have stayed there forever, but um, I think you know she was a pilot. Um, And I I think it was just a matter of time before Mm. she was going to die. And I'm just so grateful that my death episode was so glorious for her. I mean, it was like she sacrificed her life for the fleet.
3: Um, Humanity, basically, yeah.
1: Yeah, for humanity, exactly. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, they could have just blown me up in my ship really quick. And it was this, like, long, you know, cat-centric episode, which I'm so grateful it's a great
3: episode yeah
1: I mean I was really sad when I when I got it but now in retrospect I look back and I was like it was the best episode that yeah could have they could have possibly given me
3: yeah it was a fantastic episode
1: thank you so so,
3: um we're at a sci-fi convention Uh, I get to meet some of my favorite characters and, and from my favorite tv shows today what what are the things that make you nerd out I nerd I'm nerding out now meeting you and all these you know, wonderful people. I
1: nerd out meeting um, the celebrities as well. Oh, yeah? And I also nerd out um, meeting the fans that are, like, in full costume. And, um, like, they're part of this, like, amazing community of people that just, you know, visit high they visit each other, you know, every, I mean, especially this, this, this Comic-Con is so special, mm-hmm. surely. you know, it's 39 years this, this Comic-Con's been going mm-hmm. and, um, it's completely fan-run. It's all volunteers. Um, they and, do a good job and, here. Yeah, like some people have been coming here for 39 years. Yeah. Um, so I nerd out at that, that, and the, oh, the cool. beauty of that, mm-hmm. and, you know.
3: Well, so what's next for you? What can we see you in, uh, and, uh, what can we be plugging for you?
1: I have a movie coming out, I'm not sure when, it's called Dead Trigger, Mm -hmm. it's um, based on a video game uh, starring Dolph Lundgren um, and Isaiah Washington, I'm in it as well, and it's based on a zombie killing, Mm -hmm. and it's really cool, I play an MMA fighter and I kill zombies.
3: So where we might see this movie? um. I'm
1: not sure. It's going to get theatrical release. I I don't know the details, to be honest with you. But we shot it last year, and it should be coming out. I don't know. I have no idea, actually. We'll keep our eye on that. Yeah. Well,
3: I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for talking with us. Thank you
1: so much for the interview.
2: We are back and I hope you enjoyed our interview with Luciana Caro and, uh, but before we go, we have a Sci-Fi 5 & 5 with some very sour dessert from M. Em. em, what are we talking about in our Sci-Fi 5 & 5?
0: Hmm, let me think. It is, um, I'm sorry, I just closed the page that had it right in front of me. There we go. Um, so I was thinking about it this morning as we were, I, how early were we messaging? Um, yeah, it was
2: early. It was like five, five
0: five in the morning. And <laughs> even at how, five in the how, morning, that, up, my first thought was, Oh my God, that episode was terrible. <laughs> uh, so these are the top five reasons in humans pains me. And it's mostly like, it starts with like Medusa, the last episode she finds her husband. Oh, spoilers, whatever. Um, <laughs> She finds her husband, Black Bolt, and across a, a tarmac, they run to each other and embrace and smooch, and that's great. And there's three shots in the episode where all they talk about is her losing her hair, losing her hair, losing her hair. Like, I could give three figs. We all know how she lost her hair. He will eventually know how she... Like, why Why is her precious story time being taken up by this? Um. Number four, the Bastard of Bolton, that's right, he's pretty much, it's the same guy with a different accent, isn't it?
3: Mm. It's, yeah. Yep.
0: It's the same thing. He's the same dude. So it's, and he's, he still just stares at you with his eyes open enough that you can see the white all the way around his eye. And all he wants is to rule the world, kind of like he did when he was, you know, the Bastard of Bolton. So... (laughs) just terrible yeah i can't i just can't embrace it um number three black bolt the the actor who plays him he doesn't play him with any kind of grace or or air of royalty like that's that's just something that that in the comic book i get a very honorable auspicious vibe off of him but here he just kind of like if when he he communicates his sign language oddly like this could go on forever this list could be a miles could be like 30 long not just 5 he speaks american sign language if if i so they've gone to the point to make sure that he can speak that and yet when they get to the planet they don't know what half this stuff is this is a telephone what's well, a telephone <sighs> um but the actor who plays Backbolt plays him with with no with with no elegance. And that's upsetting. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, number two. Medusa as a character, its she's completely unlustrous. She's not commanding. She's just, she's a bee. She's a giant b word. She's horrible. I cannot stand watching her. And then in this last episode, she and Black Bolt are just they're jerks. I can understand. I'm kind of on on Bolton's side. Like yeah, th- yes. W- you should kick them out. There should be new royalty. Um, but the overall number one reason that this show pains me is that with shows like The Gifted and Legion and I mean even Agents of Shield recovered and and this is this is almost I it's just it's the whole, the, the script and the storyline. It's, it's pointless. It's dumb. Um, they make the, the Hawaiian Islanders look like they're nothing but surfing idiots. I don't like it. I, I don't like that about that, that they, they've just, I feel like it's sloppy. It's just sloppy. Mm. So I don't continue talking for three more hours. I'm going to end it right there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, Archivos would help, definitely. Definitely.
0: Oh my god! Or just canceling it.
2: <laughs> well, that would be an option I, look, too. Look,
0: Akivos, I'm all for you getting the business, Dave. I want you to get business from Marvel, but dude, I don't even know. I don't. I don't. Should we just get a DNR for that show?
2: No, <laughs> I do not right now.
0: I'm uh, curious. I would like to know what if if people are. I would like to. I would like to talk to someone who likes the show. Yeah, because I want to understand, not to like rip them apart, but I do. I want to have like a, a, a real maybe. discourse on what value they get out of the yeah. show.
2: Maybe, maybe they are finding value, value that we are missing. I mean, that's, a, that's a possibility. Right. And so, yeah. Yeah. Well, very cool. Well, thank you for sharing your sci-fi five and five. I feel like we're like leaving it on a down note, but
0: uh, I know, but well, uh, hey, I have bionic vision now. Yay! It's
2: true. So that's an up note. There we go. <laughs> Yay! And uh, next time we meet, we can talk about Thor
0: yes so we can Man, so you
2: can give us your- oh and
0: also miles has a new job yay upbeat that, that's upbeat and scott yeah. Right a marathon yay, yay that's true that's upbeat. true we got it we, we got we're it. back space
2: pants space pants yeah oh yeah star wars disco woohoo <laughs> <laughs> so
0: are we, are we gonna release the star wars um christmas special episode we did are we gonna re-release that
2: we should we should i think we should or we should just do it again no. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> okay. <laughs> Scratch Miles, that. that. Awesome. <laughs> Scratch that. No. Uh, With a capital uh, N. We can do. Uh, we can do the Ewoks and Endor.
0: Nope. <laughs> or we could do no. No. <laughs> I how think about, we should just re-release it. How about how I about Santa
2: versus the Martians?
0: <laughs> I can't sit through it again. No.
2: Okay. I love
3: both of you. <laughs>
2: Can't do it. That was kind what, of fun what, though what, for
3: <laughs> what sci-fi genre has done any kind of Christmas special well. Well,
2: that's true. None. Doctor Who, maybe. Isn't
0: there an E T one? Doc- oh, Doctor Who Christmas Special. Yeah,
2: they 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 do they do them and, and they aren't bad, you know? They aren't
0: bad. Does Doctor Who start back up this Christmas?
2: I think so. I think we get our what last I think who? I think it was our last episode with Capaldi. But I could be wrong about
0: that. Is, wait, is he in Christmas? Uh, or is he is he um, reanimating? Not renaming. What's the word?
2: Um, regenerating. Regenerating. Yeah, Christmas. I don't. I hey, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, someone out there in our fan base will know. They'll they'll, they'll, they'll yeah. write in. They'll write into the Sci-Fi Diner podcast at gmail.com and let us know. So give us a season synopsis. Yeah.
0: They could also get a hold of us on Twitter and also Facebook. Yeah,
2: definitely. And uh, we, would, we could find out the information there. So that'd be a great way to contact us.
0: That's awesome. So, uh, yeah. Gee, but- Scott, Miles, that sounds great.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we uh, wrap up the show here? Anything else uh, for the good of the order before we wrap up? Uh, space
0: trousers.
2: Space trousers. There you go. Space pantalones. Um <laughs> Miles, why'd you take us out of the show?
3: All right. Till next time. Good night and We'll see ya. Do your day <laughs> oh.
0: oh my
3: god, I love you guys.
2: So oh man, it was a fun show tonight Fun show. Tonight.